0: This is the Family Money Adventure Show, the money and travel podcast helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I am Kevin Payne. Join me every other week as we have meaningful conversations about family, money, and travel. Parents, have you ever planned a trip just for you and one of your kids, or maybe a solo trip with more than one of your kids? Today, we're talking about how to plan solo travel with your kids. When I was around sixth or seventh grade or so, my dad took me on a week-long camping trip out east. We had lived in Indianapolis at the time, and our road trip was filled with stops in cities like Cleveland. Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Boston, and Baltimore for Major League Baseball games. We even got to meet a Major League pitcher in Boston, and we snagged a couple foul balls from batting practices along the way. The trip my dad planned also included stops in places like Mystic, Connecticut, Hershey World in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and while in Baltimore, we were able to go to Babe Ruth's birthplace and museum. Now, at the time, I didn't really appreciate this trip like I do now, but it was a pretty epic trip. And in a way, that single trip shaped my perspective on travel. And that's something that I'm trying to pass along to our kids. One way that we do this is by occasionally planning trips, either with just one of our four kids or maybe a couple of them at a time. This is usually on top of our normal travel schedule, so no one misses out. Now, travel is one of our family values. It's something that we prioritize in our budget. It's usually on these trips, it's either myself or my wife, depending on our schedule, traveling with one or more kids so that there's someone home to handle everything else that goes with being a family. Now, there's several benefits to traveling this way, planning out solo travel with a single child. Whether you're a single parent or a Dual parent household doesn't matter. Planning solo trips with your kids is a great way to connect one on one with your child and also to craft an experience that they will enjoy and probably remember for the rest of their lives. Another benefit of solo travel with a kid is that it prioritizes your child. The solo trip gives your kid a chance at your undivided attention. There's no siblings to fight for attention with, there's no work schedules, phone calls, or all the million other things that get in the way. It also is a great way to take into account their interests. Now, we usually either include our child in the planning of a trip, or if it's a surprise, we plan around something that they love, whether it's experiences that are on their bucket list or specific destination in mind. It's also a great bonding experience. Experiencing these travel moments together can help bring you closer to your child and help maybe each of you understand each other better. Now, if you're thinking about planning a parent-child solo trip soon, here are some tips that will help you plan an unforgettable adventure for you and your kid. These tips can also apply to almost any family vacation scenario, but they're especially helpful for solo travel with a child. Tip number one, we already kind of mentioned it, is to set a budget. For us, everything starts and ends with a budget. Now, we value travel and we place a priority on travel in our budget. The last thing we want to do is return home after a trip. And there's a pile of credit card bills with vacation expenses that we have no way to pay for. Now, if you've been setting aside money for travel, then you have a good idea of how much you should budget for your solo trip. Depending on where you're traveling to and your travel plans, you may need to do a little advanced research to get an idea of average costs of hotels, airline tickets, or other transportation costs, and experiences. You're probably still going to have some expenses in the end that you didn't account for, but by having a budget, it can help you avoid taking on a ton of debt just to travel. We discussed how to create a travel budget in episode two. I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can listen. If you're not in a place financially to plan a big adventure, that's totally okay. Start small. That's what we did. Plan a day trip or maybe a one tank road trip to a local or regional destination. That's what we used to do. And actually, that's something we still do to this day. All of our teens, one of their favorite experiences almost every year is going to a place called Geneva on the Lake. It's a nice little city in Ohio along Lake Erie. We go there, and there's this strip of stores and restaurants and all these things. And we just spend hours playing video games in the arcades, eating burgers and milkshakes. And honestly, just people watching. It's a little over an hour's drive from our house, and it's an absolute blast without spending a lot of money. Tip number two, plan with your child in mind. One of my gifts, or maybe you want to call it a love language, is gift giving. I have a knack for paying attention to small details or cues from my loved ones, things that they mention that they like or that they want to experience or do. Maybe it's even just body language. I can just tell that they're interested in something. And what I do is I make a mental note of that. It's just who I am, but it's something that any parent can do, especially when planning a trip. Now, our oldest daughter in high school developed a love for musicals, especially Dear Evan Hansen. And then our oldest son, he somehow became a New York Yankees fan. So I surprised them one Christmas morning with... A spring break trip to New York City with my wife, and they got to go explore the city and also go see Dear Evan Hansen in person on Broadway. Now, a couple of years ago, I took our younger baseball loving son on a quick adventure to Chicago to see the Cubs play at Wrigley. And our youngest daughter, she dreams of working on a cruise ship one day. So last Thanksgiving break, I took her on our very first cruise and we had a blast. Even if you don't necessarily choose a destination based on your child's interests, you can plan experiences in that trip that align with what they're into. Tip number three, research your destination. Have I mentioned that I love planning travel? It's actually one of my favorite things to do, honestly. And it's almost as as much fun as the actual travel experience for me. Once you have a destination in mind or at least a basic plan, start doing your homework. How do I research for our trips? Well, usually I I will start by hitting the tourism board. Whatever the local tourism board is for the destination, I'll head to their website. Some things I like to do is look at their event calendar, if they have one, see if there's any events that either we could attend or that we want to avoid because of the crowds. A great thing you can do is actually reach out to them, whether it's on social media, just sending them a quick message or email or even stopping in at their tourist board office when you get there, they are the ones that know where to go, what to see, what to do. And they can help you beyond the touristy attractions and things like that. They're the ones that are going to know exactly the places that will fit your needs. All you have to do is contact them and they'll let you know. Other ways that we research for trips is, you know, once we have a destination in mind, we'll look it up on YouTube, watch videos. We'll head to social media. Facebook travel groups are a great way to poll people and you know find out if they've gone to a specific place, maybe where they stayed, things that they like to do there. You can also post it as a question on Facebook, ask your friends, have they ever been there, what there is to do there? We also watch a lot of reels and TikTok videos. There's a lot of tips there. If you know where you're going to stay at, usually hotel sites will have a section on their site that has info on local attractions, restaurants that are nearby, things like that. That's a great way to start planning your trip. Tip number four, get your child involved. Have your kid help plan the trip. I promise you that this will enhance your trip tenfold. Perhaps they have a place in mind they would like to visit. And if you already have a general idea of where you're going, have your child help plan some of the experiences during that trip. Better yet, Give them a list of things to do at the destination so they have options to choose from. Or you could even give them homework to start doing research and finding things to do. Some of the ways that you can involve your child in the planning process could be choosing the location. It could be picking attractions, activities, hotel or other accommodations, restaurants. And then once you plan the trip, they can help by packing their own bag, snacks, things like that. Involving your child in trip planning gives them ownership in the experience, and it will help instill a love for travel. Tip number five, throw in some surprises. Regardless of where we go or who helps to plan a trip, I like to throw in a surprise somewhere. It could be something as small and simple as just some extra cash beyond what they saved or some souvenirs. It could just be a unique restaurant or an extra experience that you know about. Maybe the whole trip is a surprise. We actually surprised our kids with a spring break trip to Walt Disney World years ago. And up until our travel day, they had no clue. They thought that we were headed to Minneapolis. I have no idea to this day why I chose Minnesota, but they never questioned it. And actually their reaction was hilarious. Surprises are almost always good when playing a trick. Tip number six, schedule downtime. If you've been a parent for more than 10 minutes, this is probably a tip you've probably learned or at least experienced what happens when you don't schedule downtime. Now, regardless of their age, kids need downtime. And if we're being honest, so do parents. Now, downtime could be a nap. It could be as simple as taking a snack break. Maybe it's headed back to the hotel pool for some swimming. Maybe it's some screen time. It could also just be a break from each other. You know, there's only so much that your brain and your body can take in at one time. And we experienced this on a Washington, D.C. trip where we were visiting all the Smithsonian museums. After a few hours, you get museum fatigue. That trip was amazing, but there's like an information overload that occurs after so many museum exhibits, we end up leaving and we found an ice cream cart outside and we took a snack break near the Washington Monument. And we do the same thing on our Disney trips. We head back to the hotel rental for a dip in the pool and a nap and then head back to the parks later. Schedule downtime for your trip to ensure that it actually happens. Consider it a preventative measure. And be flexible if you need to go off script with your plans. Look for cues that your child or you needs a break. We all crave downtime at home. So it makes sense that we need it when we're traveling too. Now our solo trips with our kids have been a blessing for us and our kids. And honestly, they're some of my favorite travel experiences. They may not realize at the time how cool it is to travel to a certain destination or even appreciate the work you put in to plan and pay for the trip. I promise you they will eventually. Again, work with what you can do now. If it's a local adventure, awesome. They get to experience and connect with their own city or state. Maybe see some stuff that they didn't know existed in their own hometown. If and when your budget allows, add in some bigger experiences. Kids don't understand how much anything costs anyways. They'll only remember the experience. If you're planning a trip soon, be sure to grab our free travel budget planner in the show notes and shoot us a note. Let us know where you're headed next. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear us cover in upcoming episodes? Head over to familymoneyadventure.com and leave us a comment or message. And hope you will join us for these empowering and hopefully entertaining discussions it's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted until the next adventure